All right, welcome everybody. Welcome to episode 368 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller, and today we're going to talk about some Georgia Southern football. One of our quarterbacks officially has been has transferred to another school. We're going to talk about that and everything under the umbrella. If this is your first time here, welcome. This is the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller once again. I talk about Georgia Southern Atlanta Falcons football. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. Also, I can be found on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And uh, I want to thank you guys before I get into this. The the you know all the feedback and and all the consistent viewership. I mean, you guys have been great. I cannot thank you guys enough. And um, you know, it it just constantly keeps me going. And I just can't wait till football season starts where we can really start getting into real deep content about what's going on on the field and um throughout the off season you guys have been doing giving me a lot of support and i really really appreciate it i cannot thank you guys enough if you want to support all the links are down in the description and uh let's go ahead and get into this cam ransom um was basically my favorite recruit of 2020 um i really thought that uh he was going to be like that guy. He was going to be the program changer. Uh, unfortunately, with Chad Lunsford, with all the things going on, he ended up was relieved of his duties, and now he's um, down at FAU. But I think this was the quarterback. If everything was going to continue to go in the direction that it was going, you know, positive-wise, Cam Ransom could have turned this, uh, this program around him and Chad Lunsford together single-handedly. Now, you could make a debate if he we needed a new offensive coordinator, we needed something to cater to his style of play. Uh, that's debatable, and and I'm, I'm leaning on that side of the debate. But I will say that this was the best recruit that Chad Lunsford picked up that never panned out because of the other situation we talked about. I really feel that, with Cam Ransom being at six foot three, two hundred and fifteen pounds, he was able to bring his skill set to the table to something that was something that we never really saw at Georgia Southern in a you know, I I'm I'm not I, I can go out on limits ever. Don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with the quarterbacks we had back in the day or some of the current ones, but we never had a guy that comes to the school with this size and, and this type of athleticism and can able to and, and, and able to throw the ball the way that he did. He just needed a little bit of polish, and he needed an offense to cater to what he can do because I felt like he, he could have been able to flourish in the new offense that we have now with uh, Clay Helton. I think the problem with this is when you, when you really have a uh, – a, a change like this in coaching staff where you have all this other stuff going on with uh defensive coordinator, office coordinator, it, basically the entire philosophy and the culture changes within a, a, a football program. The guys who was here before, especially when it's an exclusive position, like the quarterback, they're, they're probably going to feel like they're the odd man out. And in some cases I've believed that Cam Ransom was, it was a new offense. This probably was something that was new to him that he had to learn. I felt like if he could have, you know, if he would have stuck around more, it would have been fine. But the flip side of that is when you bring in a new coach, when you bring in a new philosophy, he wants his guys. And lo and behold, he wanted his guys. Kyle Van Trees, Zach Roseman, David Dallas, uh, Richie Langford, and it was Connor Sogelski stuck around. If you look at what the what they were trying to, what Coach Helton's trying to do, those are the quarterbacks that he wanted. Unfortunately, 
Cam Ransom was kind of like on the outside looking in, which I, I, I don't really agree with it, but I'm not the coach and I don't make those decisions. I feel like Cam Ransom could easily could have been QB2 or, you know, QB3 for that instance and learn behind a Kyle Van Trees. But um, there's been other rumblings of other things that have been going on off the field, which I don't really want to get into, um, you know, rumor-wise. And I, I think that kind of curtailed a lot of things that was supposed to happen with uh, Cam Ransom and his growth and development. Nevertheless, he ended up in the transfer portal after the spring game. And once the spring game was over, uh, we kind of knew that uh, he wasn't going to come back. Because there's times when you enter the transfer portal, you could, you know, very well come back to the team. And I'm pretty sure that uh, the way Coach Helton deal with certain, you know, players or whatever the case may be, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't have been a problem. Um, but at the same time, they're going to continue to move forward with what they do. Uh, so it's been a while since we heard from Cam Ransom as far as what he's going to do. Now, there was other rumblings of other players. Like I did a video about uh, Sean Pell kissing. He ended up going back towards a little bit closer where he lives in the Rhode Island. He transferred from Georgia Southern with the Rhode Island, which I'd really wish him the best because uh, I think we really missed out on a defensive player. Of uh, I'm going to say this, and I don't know if Miss uh, Miss Tara is listening to me. Shout out to Miss Tara, phenomenal supporter of the show. Um, I felt like we missed out on a Sunbelt Defensive Player of the Year in Sean Pell Kissing. And I'm not saying that to be funny. If if this kid would have just played the position that he was really good at, which is defensive end and or linebacker, I think we missed out on a real chance to have a dominant force on defense with that kid. And it's unfortunate that it, it never played out to the way we wanted it. But he ended up transferring as well and going to uh, Rhode Island, and I'm going to continue to watch him just as much as I want to watch uh, Cam Ransom because he ended up committing to McNeese State, FCS school in Louisiana, and I think that this is going to be a really good move for him. I'm not sure if he's going to play right away, but I'm definitely going to be watching the scene. I think with a person like Cam Ransom and Sean Pell Kissing, I think these are two kids that are not on the Georgia Southern roster that I'm going to continue to follow throughout their entire collegiate career because I think these guys are guys that we missed out on Mainly because I feel like Cam Ransom would just got swallowed up in the in the quarterback uh, depth chart, and I also feel that Sean Pell Kissin was just misused, and I hate the fact that um that that was the case for both. But I think we really missed out, and I, and I don't want to make it a Sean Pell Kissin show because everybody knows I'm a big fan of him. I think we really missed out on a really big, you know, um, a, a really big player. With Sean Pell kissing. I think we really missed out on that. Yes, baby. Oh, my wallet. Leave it on this table. I'll get it, okay? Okay. My son said he got my wallet. Oh, I love my son. He is he is the best. Now, with Cam Ransom going to McNeese State, I feel like he's going to ball out. I think he's going to be fine. I think at the end of the day, with him going down to the FCS, and I'm not sure what McNeese, well, McNeese State football type of offense that is but i'm pretty sure that he did his homework and he knows what they're capable of and i think with his skill set he's going to be fine in pretty much any type of offense he's mobile he can throw the ball i think he just needs to polish his mechanics a little bit but i think he'll be fine i think he's going to be good where he is and um i, I just can't wait to see what he does because 
I felt like this kid's skill set was going to take over the Sun Belt. I think it really could have. And it showed flashes to where when he played at Georgia Southern, he moved the ball like this. First pass was a touchdown. You know, he, they moved the ball so fast. I mean, even the game against Georgia State, when we were struggling against them, as soon as Cam Ransom comes in the game, we move right down the field to score a touchdown. And I don't understand where uh, our team just did not understand to use him more, you know? It, it almost, could, to an extent, it seemed like he was kind of underused as well. But the problem with that is, and there, well, there was really no problem with that. It's just at the end of the day, when you bring in a new coach in, you know, they're going to want that philosophy or whatever the case may be. For 2021, he his passing yards, he was 39-83, no interceptions, or three touchdowns, no interceptions, threw for 494 yards, in limited playing time. He played nine games, but he didn't start all those games. I can't. It doesn't say how many snaps he took, but um, he did. He was able to run the ball, um, 38 attempts, 113 yards, no touchdowns. Longest run was 32 yards. So he was somewhat of a dual threat. You know, he had almost 500 yards and almost 120 yards or 110 yards rushing. He just didn't have the much time. To, he didn't play as much. Kind of remember, it kind of reminds me like of a Sean Pell Kissing. But at the end of the day, I want this kid to be great. I want him to be really good. I think he's going to be phenomenal when it comes to him playing quarterback at that level. Definitely going to be watching him. And uh, I think it's going to be a beautiful thing to see. Uh, so I don't know if anybody else is going to be following and see what he does, but I think he's going to be great, you know, with the skill set he has, the type of player that he is. Um, for the most part, he's always been professional, so I've never seen anything that was off the field that was a problem. So for him to go to Louisiana and actually um, play football, I think he's going to make a difference. I think he's going to make a difference more, you know, faster than we all think. Uh, I, I don't know what the depth chart looks like. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'll look into it and make another video about that down the road. But based on what they have there already, I don't know if he could play right away, but I'm rooting for him, and I don't see why he would not play right away. I, I don't know the, the level of quarterbacks they have there, but I'm going to be biased and say that he's the best one on the roster right now. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. But um, I, I can't wait to see how this plays out. Before I go, I want to say this. Um it's maybe a little shorter episode, but it, it is what it is. Um, shout out to Georgia Southern football camp. I mean, they had a really look like the camp was a success. A lot of kids came through, you know, thanking the coaching staff and the program for putting on a pretty good uh show for the football um camp that they had. A lot of athletes out there showing off their skills. A lot of uh people showing love and supporting and putting their face out there to continue to build this football um you know this football community in statesboro i think it, it, i think they've done a very good job kids from all over the state and i think even out of state I, i'm not I, I i'm not 100 sure but kids from all over the place was actually there showing off their talent and i've seen a, a a couple of good wide receivers out there i've seen a couple of good linemen out there as well so i'm i'm really really surprised that um you know kids are continuously gravitating to the school and the reason why i say i'm surprised because i didn't realize and i'm still to this day i'm gonna tell you i did not realize how big this thing could be with coach clay helton i think he's doing something phenomenal at georgia southern uh you know when you have kids from all over the country basically like i said you got you got defensive backs coming in from fresno state you got a quarterback coming in from Buffalo. You got kids coming from all over, you know, all over the Southeast, 
all over the state of Georgia coming in to to be a part of Georgia Southern football in some form or fashion is a great thing. And I'm I'm not sure that we even touch the surface of how deep this can go as far as how far and entrenched Georgia Southern football could be within the Southeast. Now, you know, you have these other schools like, you know, uh, the Georgia Bulldogs and you have Clemson right up the road. South Carolina is around the way. Florida is right uh, under uh, Georgia Southern, Auburn, Alabama. I mean, we're in a circle full of a lot of big name power schools and we're still able to bring in a lot of good recruits. I think that's a really good thing. We get, we're we able to bring in a lot of good people into the system for uh, Georgia Southern. And I think that's uh, – that even if we don't, you know, have all these players commit, I still think this is a good look where our names are out there, our faces are out there. People know that we're putting on a pretty good program. And it, it'll, bar, it'll, it'll garner, you know, results in the long run. Oh, last but not least, before I get out of here, shout out to um, our athletic director, Jared Binko. He was able to solidify a game against Kansas State. Georgia Southern is going to play Kansas State in 2027. Yes, I know it's five years away, but I am here for that because I'm going to go to that game. I've been, I used to live in Kansas, and I want to go. I needed a reason to go back because there are some places in the Kansas that I really miss. And believe it or not, you know, yeah, it's Kansas. But, yeah, right not to, you know, the Topeka area, Wichita, Olathe, Lawrence, Manhattan, all that up in there. It may seem like it's nothing. It maybe is too much of nothing. I haven't been there in 20 years, but I've always wanted a reason to go back because I just, it's just a lot of memories there when I was there, a part of my high school when I was there. So I would love to um, go there. Shout out to Washburn Rule High School, Junior Blues, Topeka, Kansas. Shout out to them. You know, um, you know, you know. Um, phenomenal school that I attended when I was in high school for the brief time. Without being said, I'm going to get up out of here. If you like this content, the like button. Share this uh, content. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. I am on I am on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and Apple um, Podcasts. Also, you can find me on YouTube and Rumble. Shout out to everybody who's continuously supporting. Shout out to everybody who is subscribing and watching on the regular. I really appreciate you. Shout out to everybody who's listening daily. The numbers are up. The number. Let me tell you something about how weird this you know this thing is and I, I didn't know it was like this the people who are on the georgia southern side of the show they tend to listen on the podcast avenue more than watch people on the atlanta falcon side tend to be on youtube and rumble i find that really fascinating because if the numbers are low on youtube for georgia southern stuff it's high on the podcast side and vice versa but either way i really appreciate all of that you guys are great you guys are awesome I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Monday. You guys be safe out there because um, where I live, the temperature is, hot, is is going up. It's supposed to be like 100 degrees. So if you're in that area and you're in a lot of hot um, uh, weather, be careful, be safe. And uh, I will see you guys on Tuesday. Thank you for all the support once again. You guys take it easy. You guys be blessed. Peace. <laughs>